Thank you, Father. As we thank you again for the seed in which you have given us, we present this back to you as an offering, as a covenant in which you have said in your word that you will bless, that you will cause us to increase, that you will cause us to be a blessing that we, in which we can give generously to those who are in need, so as to also increase the kingdom. So Lord, we bless you, and we thank you again for your presence. We thank you that there are different ways in which we worship. We thank you that we have gathered here as a group, as a people of God, as a kingdom of God, to declare your righteousness in this earth. So Lord, thank you, and bless you. Amen. And now I have the awesome opportunity to welcome our speaker today. A person which has given the, the grace to be an apostle. To, to lead your people. To declare your word. Lord, we know this is an awesome task. In which you have called out the giftings in the prophetic realm to see where others would, would probably overlook to 
bring the word in such clarity and grace. Lord, we thank you for how you have blessed your apostle today. And she has traveled so far to share a word that we know will transform us and it will challenge us. It will cause us to think and to question our salvation and what we are doing with it. So without further ado, I welcome Apostle Frida McKnight. Thank you. Praise to God, our Father, the King of glory, the Lord God Almighty. I want to thank him for the privilege to be the representative, the ambassador, the apostle. I want to thank him right now, El Elyon, Elohim, for the privilege of this assignment to come and take the land to secure the territory, to take this dominion for his glory. I'm so honored to just be here. I want to thank the pastors of this mighty principle in the earth called New Life Horizon Church. I want to thank the pastors right now for hearing God and obeying God for me to come at this time to be God's mouthpiece in this specific season. So Father, I bless you and I adore you and I honor you. I thank you for the privilege to be in this place at this time with these people, Father, I bless you. I yield everything I am. Everything you are in me, I yield, I give it unto you. Uh, place me on the altar that you might fire the sacrifice. That the atmosphere that the dominions, principalities, and powers of this region might stop and bow before your majesty. That the hearts in this complex might begin to be turned toward your glory and toward your presence and toward your power this morning, I yield, Father. I say, let your will be done in this earthen vessel as it is in heaven. Recognizing who you are and all that you are, I submit and I surrender my total alliance, my total allegiance, is to you and to you only, and I yield. In the matchless name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Christ, the Son of the living God. Good morning. I have a question. What do you believe? I got a question for you. What do you really believe to the point that you are manifesting that which you believe in your life? Do what you believe, do you see it walking in your life every day? It's a time to believe. 
like never before. He said, they that come to me must first believe. They must first believe. They must first believe before they can get to the next point. Believe that I will reward them. What do you believe today? What I'm understanding is that we have a charge right now to go into a realm that we don't see. We have a charge right now to understand that we're dealing with a supernatural God that's a spirit. And we have a charge today to worship him in spirit and in truth. But if we do not go to that place, that place of the unseen, that place of belief, that place of faith, that supernatural place, then we won't see the manifestation of who he is. We won't see what he desires for us. If we stay in a shallow, complacent, stagnated place, we'll never see him. A pure-hearted man will see him. And we don't understand what that means, but it says a pure-hearted man, a man that can go past this realm and go to a place where he, the God Almighty exists, will see him. I'm just admonishing you today to desire to see him. I'm admonishing you today to long for that supernatural place, that place where he is. Because a lot of times we are looking for a supernatural God, a, a spirit to retch around on our natural carnal stuff. He can't abide there. He can't manifest in nothing but who he is and he's spirit. So if you do not go to where he is in the supernatural, into that place where you believe but you can't see, he's limited in your life. I'm going to say that again. If you cannot go to a place where it's supernatural, where the word is, where he's seated in heavenly places, where the word, the living word is, you'll never see the manifestation of what God wants to do in your life because he's spirit. And them that worship him in spirit them that lives for him in the spirit, them that see him in the spirit, not in emotion, not in performances, but in the spirit. Them that go into the spirit realm to find him of sin because he lives in the spirit realm. I just wanted y'all to know that this morning. That, that was key on my heart before I begin anything else. If you notice the song set up this morning, see, I observe what God is saying around me. 
I have to know that I'm in the right place with the right people at the right time. And based on the music and the song set up, I knew I was supposed to be here. If the songs was wrong, then I would have to go back and have to say, Lord, now what's wrong here? Did I miss you? Or did they miss you? But we, we, this ain't right. But if you checked out the song selection, he is the champion. He is holy. It was a song set up describing who he is. The supernatural, all-powerful, multi-dimensional, multifaceted God. We secured that he was a champion. We secured that he was holy. We secured that he was mighty. We, we secured all of those parameters of which he exists. And I just wanted to come and add one more. New life, horizon, I want you to understand you and all your constituents. The Lord sent me from Sugarland, Texas to say to you, He's a faithful God. No, you don't hear me. I came, drove in the night, kind of sped. I'm going to just confess, I did about 80, 85 all the way here. Last night, got here, and God said, they got to understand something, baby that I'm faithful, and they got to understand what that means. I didn't come as a religious token, baby, today. I didn't come to perform. And so it's not coincidental why it's set up like this. I'm an invisible force. Did you hear me? I'm like a nuclear warhead in his hand. I hit, destroy something, and you never even see me. So it's not coincidental that I am in this place, in this environment at this time. I understand who I am, and I understand who I brought with me. And if you go in the spirit, you'll see that it's a mighty force with me because he wants this territory, Pastor. He wants this land. He wants this little city. He, want, he wants this thing. So he sends a special agent, set apart one, to come take the land. Because I can see past what we see. I can see the armies of the Lord taking the land. He said he'll send somebody that'll see what I see and understand what I understand. See, y'all, you know, it, it, uh, I bought some, I got some word, um, but I, I need you to understand what God wants this morning. I came with a specific assignment to announce to this land, to announce to this territory, to announce to this region, to announce to these nations, they're under arrest. They captured. I done, I done, I done flagged the pastor. I done waved the flag. We done took this mountain. So I'm asking you, New Life Horizon, are you going to believe the report of the Lord? Are you going to understand 
that you have a position now. See, he sends apostles. Let me, you know, see, I'm not religious. I'm, 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 I'm methodical. I am functional. I'm, I'm not the religious type of apostle that, you know, that you see. I understand my function, and I understand who I am, and I understand what I come to do. So when he called for the apostle, he came. Did I say that? Do you hear what I'm saying? When he called for the apostle, he came. <laughs> he came to take the land, to secure the facilities, to take the territory, to get the nations. When he came, that's what he came to do. I'm just a representative in the flesh. You pinch me, it hurts. You cut me, I'll bleed. But he needed an advocate. He needed someone to flow through to get her done. So he picked me, and I know he didn't need me. So I don't have a big head. He didn't need me, could have did it on his own, but that ain't how he functions. He said he sent some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some teachers. He, he sent some. He wants to partner with you, pastor, and you a prophet and you evangelist. And you, he want to he wanna partner with you to get some things done on earth as it is in heaven. So he calls us. So I, I just came to let New Light rise and know he's faithful. He's faithful. And I need you to understand he wants you to meditate on that principle until he bring another one in this house. He said he is faithful. He said he remains loyal to you. He said he's steadfast. He said he's devoted to you. See, what he wants you to understand is this is personal, Pastor. Yeah, he's devoted to all his people, but he sent me from Sugarland to let you know he's faithful to you. Say me. He's faithful to me. Say he's faithful to me. He's devoted to you personally. That's what he wants you to understand. He wants you to grab this concept because he's about to manifest his faithfulness. I mean, you're going to see it tangible in your life. You're going to be able to squeeze it. He said he's true. He not, he's not man. He said, Frida, tell them that I'm not man. I'm not man. First of all, I'm not man. So stop handling me like man. Stop seeing me like man. Stop envisioning me like I'm not man. I'm not man. See me as a supernatural dimension that I am. See me as the invisible mighty force that I am. I'm not man. Don't line me up with the capacity of man. I supersede that. He said, I ain't man. He didn't even go to the other part of that scripture. He just said, tell him I'm not man. 
He's true to the truth. <laughs> he said, tell him, I'm true to the truth. I don't get with lies. I'm true to the truth. I'm true to the facts. I'm true to the original plan that I had for your life personally. I'm true to that. I'm not deviating. I'm not going to change the original plan I had for you when I've thought of you in my mind. I'm faithful. I'm true to the original plan. I'm true to those who are faithful. Those who are steadfast. Those who are true to their original call. They don't deviate every week from being a Christian today and, and then somewhere else tomorrow and back into Christian. He don't deal with that. He deal with those that are faithful. Those that are steadfast. He deal with those that are devoted to him. That's true to him. Not to an organization. Not to a call. Not to an anointing. Not to a gifting. But true to him. As the all-wise, all-knowing, everlasting God. He said he's strict. <laughs> Ooh, I know that hurt. Ouch. I'll say ouch for you. He's strict. He don't deviate. He don't make it wide open. He keep it tight and right. He said it's narrow in this place. I'm strict, he said. I'm faithful. And just because I gave you grace, says the Lord, don't mean that I'm not strict. Grace is available to you when you oops and mess up. I didn't give grace to you for you to conjure up Something to do wrong and then fall back on grace. I'm going to say that again. Grace is for the things you cannot do, even if you wanted to. Grace ain't there for, oh, I'm going to contemplate, I'm going to set this up, and then I'll run to grace and say, oh, forgive me. Grace is used for that humanity that I would do right, but that which is in me, caused me not to do right. Then grace is applied there. But when you are making plans to deviate from who he is and what he wants, that ain't why he gave grace. Now, it's a, you can apply it, but that ain't why he gave it. He said grace... <laughs> why would you... I'm not going to go there. That's all right. You know what I'm saying. Grace. And people are using grace for the privilege to sin. They're using grace to cover up their intentions to do God wrong. Ooh. Intentions to defy him. Mm. But grace wasn't given for that. Grace was given for our weaknesses. When grace was given, 
when you want to do everything right and just, just some, uh, that thorn in the flesh caused you to not be able to get that thing right. That's when grace can be applied and he'll give you the ability to get that thing right. Grace. He's thorough. He's strict and he's thorough. Meaning he ain't, he's not leaving no rocks unturned, nothing about your life. He's going to deal with your soul, your mind, your emotions. He want to save your mind, your soul, your heart, your emotions, your intentions, your desires. He wants salvation, the salve of salvation on all that in your life. He's thorough <laughs> in his performance. <laughs> When he came for salvation, he came to save you utterly. <laughs> he came to save you with nothing missing and nothing broke. He came to bring soteria. He came to save you in your hurt places, in your brokenness, in your insecurity. He came to save. He's thorough. He's faithful. He's, he's never off duty. You know, we think sometimes he back up off us and he ain't in that, but he's never off duty. I'm talking about the God that is faithful. The God that's faithful. He's never off duty. He's relentless. And he's diligent. Let's go to Thessalonians. Could you read for me, ma'am? Uh, Prophet Carmen. Second Thessalonians 3 and 3. Let's start right there. So I, I got valid proof. I got valid proof. I got valid proof. I got written proof. I got covenantal proof. You hear what I'm saying? I, I, I got evidence that what I said is true. That God is faithful. He desires to be faithful for new life arising church and all of the people that's listening. He desires to be faithful. Could you read 2 Thessalonians 3 and 3? And I love Amplified because it break it on down. Break it on down. I love you, Lord. And I just want to thank you in advance for being faithful and releasing that which you are in our lives today. Thank you, Lord. But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you, setting you on a firm foundation, and will protect and guard you from the evil one. Could you read that again? But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen you, setting you on a firm foundation, and will protect and guard you from the evil one. New Arises, 
a new life horizon. Did you hear him? He's not just going to be faithful. He's told you how he was going to be faithful. He's going to strengthen you in who he is as a faithful God. He has ways of letting you know how faithful he is. So you can just say, oh, he's going to be faithful, and it's just general, and it's just, what did that look like? Read again. But the Lord is faithful. Look at this. And he will strengthen you, setting you on a firm foundation, and will protect and guard you from the evil one. Deuteronomy 7 and 9, please. <laughs> he going to guard you, Pastor. He going to set you on a firm foundation, and he going to guard you. And the evil one won't be able to kick you off, your, off the mountain. We come here today to take this mountain, and Pastor, I'm saying to you that new life is on the mountain now, is conquered. And guess what? Your faithful God going to strengthen you. And then your faithful God is going to make sure that what he has established in you, nothing is going to pull you off. Watch how faithful he is. Just watch him. Now, he just ain't saying I'm faithful. He's going to tell you what, he, what you can expect, huh? I'm giving you a vision. See, I have a, I've been in, in the ministry 39 years, and I've been uh, 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 called to let you know him. Not no little religious fabrication, what they, you know, but at the end of the day, you'll know them just like you know your wife, just like you know your best friend, just like you know your son. I got a call in this apostolic that you might know him. So for me to tell you that God wants you to want to be faithful, want to be a faithful God to you, that sounds good. But you got to know how to see him in that faithful Godship that he operate in. Deuteronomy, uh, let's try Deuteronomy 7 and 9. Therefore, know, <laughs> without any doubt, and understand that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God. Oh who is keeping his covenant and his steadfast loving kindness to a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. Could you just read that again? I, you know, I, I... Therefore, know without any doubt and understand that your Lord, that the Lord, your God, he is God, the faithful God, who is keeping his covenant and his steadfast loving kindness to a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his commandments. Know. Know and understand, huh? Not just, oh, he's faithful, yes. He's a faithful God, but you better know it. And to know something is to be intimately uh, uh, connected to it. To know it means that you're having some kind of intercourse with that understanding. 
To know is to be sure. And then, then he said, to know without doubt. So not only do I need to, to know intimately, but I need to not let doubt slip up in the back door and have me thinking that he ain't faithful today, minister. When the doubt gonna come, new life horizon, and he gonna come pulling on you. And you have a responsibility to tell doubt, move around, I know that, first of all, he God. First of all, he God. He's Elohim. When you look at that, he's, he's El Elyon. He's El Roi. Yeah, he's El Shaddai. First of all, he God. And then, he's faithful. Oh, my God. This thing. And he's faithful. You, you hear? He's faithful. He ain't just God over there being God, Pastor. He's God over there being God, and he's strict and thorough while he over there being Ananias, El, Yahweh, Yeshua. While he over there being, a, he, oh my God, devoted and true. So yeah, he's God. <laughs> New life, horizon, he God. But he ain't over there just standing there being God. He over there standing there being God and he's being faithful. He said, don't worry, I, I got this down. I have a covenant that I've cut with you before the foundation of the world, and I'm going to keep it to a thousand generations. Because guess what? Y'all decided to love me. Wow. I'm just showing you a picture of how this faithful God looks. So when I leave to go back to Sugarland, Texas, you will have a picture. You can see him thorough and strict. You can see him devoted and true. You'll see him as God. But you'll see him functioning in his faithfulness in your life, in this ministry's life, in this community's life. You'll know him as a faithful God. You'll, you'll see him like that. Not just a general, oh, he's faithful. And a lot of people say he's faithful, he's mighty, he's a champion, and they never take time to allow the Holy Ghost to show you a video of what that looked like. And so I just came to say, look at this video. Carmen, go to Romans 3 and 3. Let's see what, you know, we, we're not just going to stand in the Old Testament. We're going to stand in the New Testament. But it's throughout the whole scriptures. I'm faithful. I'm faithful. I'm faithful. My faithfulness. My faithfulness. My faithful. I'm faithful. I'm devoted. I'm thorough. All through the scriptures. Try Romans 3 and 3. What then? 
If some did not believe or were unfaithful to God, their lack of belief will not nullify and make invalid the faithfulness of God <laughs> and his word, will it? Say that again, prophet. What then? If some did not believe or were unfaithful to God, their lack of belief will not nullify and make invalid the faithfulness of God and his word, will it? Will it, new life, horizon, when the people in your community don't look like they want to embrace you? Do their unfaithfulness make your God unfaithful? Will it? No. Won't nothing, hear what I'm saying, huh? Won't nothing change his faithfulness. Because guess what? When we weak, too weak to be faithful, guess what? He gonna remain faithful still. Because guess what? He cut a covenant with himself. So just in case, just in case, you decide you don't want to be faithful. It won't change his thoroughness, his strictness, his devotion, his relentlessness. It ain't going to change him. It will not change him. Let's go a little further. And I'll be done in a minute. How about Hebrews 23? He talking about faithfulness. So, you know, when I'm too weak and I need that grace to be faithful, he'll step up in the midst as an intercessor and say, I got you, Freedom McKnight. I remain faithful to the promise that I made on your life. I'll stay faithful to what I committed to you. I'll stay faithful to the call on your life. I'll stay faithful. Hebrews 10, 23, please. Hallelujah to the Most High, the faithful one, faithful and true, <laughs> faithful and true. Okay. Hebrews 10. Let, let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. Could you just try that again? Oh my God, that thing. Let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. Did you hear what he's faithful to? No, did, did you hear what he's faithful to? Is he faithful to our circumstances? Is he faithful to our situations? Is, is he faithful to our shortcomings, our insecurity? He's faithful 
to his word. He did set a parameter with his word for our lives. And he is relentless and devoted and true and thorough to perform that in our lives. But what what's funny to us and what we have a problem with is that we think he's faithful to something else other than his word. And so when those things don't fly because it don't line up with the word, we assume in our carnality that he's not faithful. When we misunderstand what the word is saying, and we expect them to show up a certain kind of way, then we assume or we perceive that he's unfaithful. He's faithful to his word. He's faithful, I'm gonna say that again, he's faithful to his word. He's faithful to you and the word that's in you. Ooh wee, ah, yeah, yeah. He's faithful to you and the word that you have ingested. Hey, he's faithful to you and the word that you confirm, affirm, confess. He's faithful to you and the word you believe. If you don't believe the word, he can manifest that word in your life and you never see it because you don't believe it. He's faithful to his word. But if you're not embody, an embodiment of that word, you are ne he'll stand there desiring to be faithful and can't find no word to manifest. He'll stand there, a faithful God, wanting to manifest and be faithful to, uh, to the word, but you don't have none. Or you see the word like you look at a dictionary or a history book. You don't see his word as living and moving. And so he comes because he's a true and living God, faithful to his word. But his word got to be alive and living in you. And then the faithful God connects with the living word and pow, there's a manifestation in your life. I'm asking you, New Life Horizon Church, make a decision. And it's personal. It's personal for the pastor. And see, when you're a pastor, you have to make a decision for you, and then everybody you, eh, everybody you call to reach. You have to make first a decision within yourself to know this faithful God. And desire that function of who he is in your life. Hmm? 
just like they had to accept you to be the pastor. And then they allow you to pastor their lives. You could be the pastor all day. But if they don't let you be the governmental spiritual force in their lives, you could be had that title all day. So it is with God. He can be a faithful God standing there in his faithfulness and you won't even let him be that in your life. He wants you, new life arising, to let him be faithful, to see him as thorough and devoted and true. He wants you to begin to embrace that word that's so rich in you and see that word as a life, a life-giving force that he could come and manifest in your life. He wanted me to tell you the reason why you haven't seen some things is because you haven't embraced this yet. But from this day forward, you have an opportunity to embrace it and to meditate on it and to allow me to submerge my faithfulness inside of you to produce something in your life. Amen. I came with an assignment. First of all, to take the land, to take the region, to take the territory, to take the mountain. I did that. Well, how you say that, Apostle? Because I did it by faith. I did it in the supernatural when the worship was high. Did that. I, I did my assignment, that one. Then he says to present me, the faithful God, to New Life Horizon Church, that they might embrace me, that they might come to know me in a new awareness of who I am. That their minds would be saturated with this understanding. Faithfulness is a supernatural thing. And our God is a supernatural God. So while you're doing your studies this week about this faithful God, check out Psalms 36 and 5. Because I know y'all going to run references. Y'all scholars over here. Psalms 89 and 8. Psalms 119 and 90. Psalm, uh, Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. All about the faithful God. Faithful God. They, you know, the, don't nobody, uh, generally, they don't talk about this. Because they don't want to deal with the strict part, the thorough part, you know, the relentless part. They, no, they wanted to be cushy and gooey and light and nice. <laughs> First Corinthians 1 and 9. 
1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Psalms 9, the 1 and 4. <laughs> Second Timothy 2 and 13. Faithfulness, once we grab and understand and know our faithful God, that attribute of who we are, of who he is, kind of fall on us. When we kind of grab and make love to the faithfulness of God, then all of a sudden, he kind of smeared that oil on us. And we become faithful too. Thorough, strict, true to our original call. So while you're studying, look also at Psalms 28 and 20. It says, a faithful man abounds in blessings. And so once you understand this concept, this reality, the is really a principle and you allow that to penetrate who you are you'll start seeing blessings unusual things happen and I want to say to you pastor when you're faithful to the little that's in Luke 16 and 10 when you're faithful over little, minister, prophet, elder, <laughs> he gonna make you ruler of much. He requires faithfulness because he's faithful. Let us pray. Father, Abba, Daddy God, Our faithful God, we thank you for this privilege and opportunity to see you with the lenses of the word as it relates to your character of faithfulness, as it relates to your functionality, God, in faithfulness, as it relates to how much you want to be faithful in our lives. We want to thank you so much that this word was in it was imparting it was implementing who you are in our awareness we want to thank you so so much for showing up today to announce yourself and tell New Life Arising Church and all its constituents that I am a faithful God I want to be faithful to you Get to know me like that. I thank you so much that you didn't need me, God, but you chose me to come and be an announcement to this territory, to this dominion, to this atmosphere, to this region, to these nations, that you are God and beside you there is no other and that you are faithful and what you desire you shall have. So I just want to thank you. 
I just want to thank you for the privilege and opportunity. I bless you so much, Holy Spirit, for being here. You are, you are always my ride and die. <laughs> you always whip me. You always lead me and you always do me well. Because it ain't by power. It's not by might. But it, by your spirit, I could even just stand here to say what you want me to say. And reveal what you want me to reveal. I give you the props. I give you the honor. I give you the glory. Thank you, word of God, for speaking loud. You made the declaration of the faithful God clear. Thank you, living word, for letting it be documented that our God is faithful. Over and over, you shouted it today. And so, we thank you for grace to receive right now what that means, who you are as a faithful God. We ask him for grace right now to see the unseen. We ask for grace right now to walk in this place, to know you as a faithful God. We ask for grace right now to help us to discern, my God, what it really means that you're not man, that you're thorough, that you're strict, that you're relentless, that you're faithful. You're steadfast. You're true to your original promise. Help us to get it in our DNA that we might understand, that we might be able to walk and manifest your faithfulness in the earth because we know you as a faithful God. We love you and we adore you and we magnify you and every enemy that comes against this word, that want to snatch this word, I shut you down now. I cut your head off now. This word shall go forth. It shall go to the east, the west, the north, and the south, to dimensions and realms and multifaceted regions. This word, that our God is faithful. And nothing will stop this word. Nothing shall stop this word. Wherever it's heard, wherever it's streamed, this word is keep speaking. It'll keep speaking until it manifests its full-blown desire. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. You're faithful and you're true. In the matchless name of Jesus Christ, I bless you today, Father. Faithful. Yes, no matter what we see, faithful are you. No matter what the systems of this world say, faithful are you. No matter how we feel in our bodies, faithful are you. No matter what the doctors say, faithful are you. No matter what the kids do, faithful are you. And what you started, you're faithful to complete it. We bless you today in Jesus' matchless name. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you for your 
servant who declared a direct word to us. This wasn't a general word, it's a direct word to us. And so it is that we can confirm that the Lord is speaking. The things that the Lord reveal is for us. The things that he doesn't reveal, it's a mystery to us. So it is that our servant came and shared specifically the hidden things that God showed her. Things that sometimes we don't even share. But through the realm of the spirit, we understand we have one God, one daddy, one Lord, and one king. So he can indeed whisper a word, faithfulness. And we understand when somebody does some, something consistently without failure, we say, wow, that person is faithful. When somebody does it, even when nobody's looking or nobody is applauding, we say, wow, that person is faithful. So it is that whatever God requires of himself, he also requires of us. And that word was shared very clearly. Because he is faithful, we have to be faithful because we are his sons and daughters. And in order to see the king, you can actually see the prince before the king. You will see the anointing even before the child becomes of age. And the Lord loves us so much to share something so personal, so dear to our hearts, to confirm when he's speaking, you know? And so it is that when we, if you see a child walking and the child fell, the natural reaction is, come on, get up, try again. So it is when God sees us and we step in forward to him and we fail and we stumble. He said, come, get up, try again. You don't stop when you fall. If we saw a child stop, fall today and we see the child in the same spot tomorrow, we say, no man, something is wrong. Something is wrong. The child can't be there with a bruised knee. We said, no, brush it off and try again. So that word, the, this word, faithfulness, is such a, a powerful word. Because even, even yes, um, yesterday, last night when I was setting up, and I said, Lord, this is hard. Because we're doing this week after week after week. And I know he says, no, be faithful. When we want to give up, when we don't see what we expect to see because we're working off on our time, he says, no, be faithful. And that word is even personal to me because I was sharing with somebody of how the person said, you do that every week? I said, yeah, that's part of the preparation. We have to, <laughs> you know. And the person said, wow, how you do it? I said, guess what? I cannot even take any credit for the strength 
given because I know it is supernatural beyond me to can't do it. Can't do it. We can't do it. We can't do it without him. So we, we realize that that word is so true. When you talk about on point, and you know what is encouraging when somebody shares a word, and we say, yes, that is it. Yes, you are right. You are so right. It, it actually makes the person feel good that, wow, I, I am hearing a word. I, 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 I hear something. It, 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 sometimes we think the word blesses the hearer. No, it's the person that delivered the word. Because they are sometimes contemplating, Lord, is this right? Should I say this? Should I say it this way? Lord, what if, is, what if I'm wrong? But you know what's powerful? When you're right. It, 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 there is this awesomeness of fear that comes over somebody. Like when, when I tell somebody, hey, that house you're trying to sell, it's going to be sold soon. I will leave and we'll forget about it. And the person calls you, oh, brother Kirk, how did you know? I said, no, I spoke by faith because you have been struggling with this. Tried everything, couldn't. The person said, wow, they can't believe it. I said, no, not me. I can't take any credit. I felt something and I, got, I was bold enough to share it with witnesses because sometimes you can whisper to somebody and if it doesn't work, you say, yes, all right, it doesn't work. But if you have witnesses, person's there witness when you spoke to the person and you say hey this is it and it came to pass so sister we are so thankful for that word we are so thankful for you being used by God we, we just pray the continued grace in which you share that you continue to share it boldly as we go from glory to glory and faith to faith, that you will declare the very things that you need, you will declare it and see it come to pass. Because sometimes we have the, the strength to declare it for others, but not for ourselves. We kind of shy away and say, no, Lord, uh, I don't want, no, I, I, you know. It's, it's almost like a, a false humility. When we, 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 we want it for others, but we say, no, not for us. And Lord said, no, I want to bless my servant. Anything that you declare for others, you shall receive it also. Yes, because there are sometimes some word that we give to others and persons don't even come back and tell you that it was true. And you, you question, God, am I hearing right? Or probably I missed the target. And, but you, you know what you know because, you know, sometimes we know what we know. So, sister, thank you. And we pray that the Lord has continued to enrich and carry to borders and areas and ministries and in which you probably didn't even think you will go. Because, you know, sometimes we see ourselves this way, but the Lord sees us nations, as you declared, the nation, the territory, the province, the area, the district, the city. You shared a very powerful word. Very powerful. It, it, it's, um, for those who are listening, I, I pray you'll find a way that it will apply. The faithfulness of God. The requirement. God is strict. God requires things to be done a certain way. It doesn't matter who the person is. He's not a respecter of person. Anybody that chooses to follow God, 
has to follow it how he set it to be. No, no shortcut. No going around. We have to be faithful to, to open the word and pray and, and seek God. Because there's sometimes we pray, we seek God, and there's nothing. Sometimes it's at the moment that you open your mouth, the word comes. I said, God, what is that? <laughs> you mean all of this studying? <laughs> but here, he wants us to be faithful in our studies. Then he will give us the word at the right point. When somebody calls in the middle of the night, what should I do? Are you, you blank because your heart fell to the ground hearing bad news. But something ro rose up in you to declare the word to the person. And said, this shall be done. And you hung up the phone and that's it. Person called you back. Oh, sister, thank you so much. We, we, we get calls, my wife actually get calls like that um, time after time when persons just call you. And um, I say, yo, that's kind of hard. She said, no, we have to be faithful. When persons need us, they need you. It's not nothing, but they need you. So, sister, apostle, prophet, prophetess, you have all of that working in one. We are so grateful. Um, you know, sometimes the Lord does want us to be thankful because we realize that the, the thanksgiving goes with the faithfulness. It goes with it, the thanksgiving, yes. And we're, we're thankful for you sharing that word. I, I can't say it no other way, but we are gracious, gracious and thankful for sharing a specific word. Not a generic word or something that anybody can catch. A specific word for us. A directive. For, for this way, this day forward we shall go in the word in which you have given us. So now may the grace of God, the precious love of the Heavenly Father, be, rest, and abide with us now and forevermore. Go in peace and be faithful. Amen and amen. For those who are listening and you want to trust the Lord, knowing that he is faithful. If you want to give your life to Christ today, here is an opportunity to know that God is faithful. He is dependable. He is able to do all that we can think or imagine. So if today you choose to bow your knees to the Most High God, you believe that he died for you, for your sins. You confess that today. And turn your life over to the Lord. You ask him to come into your heart and save you. Forgive you of all unrighteousness. And even as he comes, you offer yourself up completely. Not in part, but completely. Lord, take over my entire life. 
and have free will. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we ask you to come, Lord. Lord, to touch those who want to be saved today, to give their lives to you, to offer up everything to you, Lord, that there'll be transformation, that, Lord, that they would come and confess this. If they would like to reach out to us, Father God, you can reach out online and tell us that of the good testimony that you have been saved. And um, our number is 469-333-0397. And you can email us at newhorizonmin and tell us of the beautiful testimony of how you gave your life to the Lord. And if you have prayer requests, you can do the same. Call us, email us. We will pray over your needs. God is, is here. God is in the midst. We are here to serve you. So walk good and go in peace. In Jesus' name, amen.